Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Strowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And it's time to talk MLB surveillance. And even though my Diamondbacks, my pick from last week won, it was no consolation whatsoever that I was debating between the Diamondbacks and the Reds, and the Reds also won. So I could have had Cincinnati taken care of for the rest of the year, but I chickened out, went with the Diamondbacks. The Reds swept the Rangers, so they got that dub. And so, yes, here we are. This week, however, is going to be especially interesting because it's double pick week, right? Yes. Uh, I got two two of my three safe. The one I got wrong was Cleveland. It's a pretty chalky week for the most part. Uh, the Cleveland pick is actually on, on the same entry that I had another loss on. So the mm. it, I have two clean ones, so I'm cool with that. If I end up losing the one, eventually that's that's fine by me. But as far as this week, oh, a lot of questions are rolling in. The message board is active for, for something very interesting. I don't know that you've noticed it. Um, so I, I'm curious, where are you at? Uh, what is your process here? Because I, I had to make three picks because of the three entries. So uh, mm. I'm wondering if we're on the same page. So first off, as far as the rules are concerned, uh, for a yeah. double pick week, you have to pick – two teams and if either of them win fewer than 50 percent of their games then you get a strike if both of them then it's just the one strike for the week so you can't get two strikes in one week but uh it is sort of you know heavily favored against you or you know heavily against you in terms of in either team winning fewer than 50 percent games then you get a strike so mm-hmm. that that is the big deal as far as you know process is concerned One thing that we talked about at the start of the season for these double weeks, especially this one because it's early in the year, is do you pick two bad teams knowing full well that it's quite hard to get a W on a double pick week? So is it best just to say, you know what? If I'm clean up to this point, then pick two bad teams so that I can knock them out and not worry about them the rest of the year and just eat the strike. That is the uh, the theory that uh, some had as far as uh, this go-round was concerned. And to an extent, that's how I operated. That's <laughs> in some ways the approach that I had where I said, all right, oh. even if I went with, you know, two good teams, you don't know what's going to happen. And some of them are playing seven games and that's a problem. So I went with two subpar ball clubs, but I went with two subpar ball clubs that I felt like at least had a puncher's chance of winning their weeks. And the two I chose were the Kansas City Royals and the Cincinnati Reds. I'm circling back uh, to Cincy. The Reds get the Padres to start, but they get Blake Snell, Michael Waka, and Seth Lugo, and then they get the White Sox without Dylan Seats. 
So I like that setup for them as far as Cincy is concerned. So I think they can be okay, even though they're facing the Padres in one series. As for the Royals, they get the Orioles. Yes, that's, that's tough. But then they get the A's. And it's all about schedule, right? If Oakland really is the worst team in baseball, then picking the team facing them at some point is not necessarily a bad strategy. Baltimore can be frightening, but they get Tyler Wells. He's due for regression. uh, And the A's are still the worst team in baseball. So the schedules work for both ball clubs. I get to knock them out early. And if one doesn't work out, well, it was going to be tough to begin with. Okay. Yeah. I I understand where you're coming from. And I can't really knock this at all. That makes sense to me. You get Weaver twice. How do you feel about Luke Weaver going twice this week? Cincinnati. I think I'm okay with it. I mean, it's, you know, it's not uh, green, uh, you know, and he's sort of the one who I'm thinking about here, but I I think that's fine. I mean, you know, it's not a foolproof strategy, I guess, but I think I'm okay with it. Uh, Here's what I do. So I have to make three double picks. And after going through all the teams that I have available, there is one that I like more than anybody else. So what I decided to do, put that one team on all three and then i mixed i mixed the other three yeah we don't hedge on this show we'll see how it works <laughs> we'll see how it works i may be kicking myself and saying that was the dumbest strategy ever however ed i don't know if you've noticed this maybe i shouldn't be putting it out there but i will people have a couple hours the one team that i picked for all three spots The website says it's a seven-game week. It is an eight-game week. Mm. Mm -hmm. They have not adjusted yet for the doubleheader today that we have between Atlanta Braves, New York Mets. It is an eight-game week for the New York Mets. I've contacted support, and I'm expecting it to be an eight-game, even though right now it says seven games. It is the doubleheader today for the Mets against the Braves. And then it's three at Detroit, three at home against Colorado. So the Mets are the team that I picked for all three spots. If it's an eight-game week, then I like the process there. And if you have to get through a double pick and the second one is really hard to figure out, then I don't hate that process at all. At some point, you got to take them. Uh, you know, and you want to take them, you know, in a, in an advantageous spot. And this certainly seems like one, I think the double header helps you a lot here. If it were just a seven game week, I, I would not be, you know, no. going all in on, but that's the deal. I wouldn't either. Um, I'm getting for the match. You're getting Scherzer twice this Scherzer. And it looks like Reyes twice. So mm-hmm. I, but, and, and have you heard in double headers, there's always a split. It always happens. Yeah, 75% of doubleheaders are split. So I was told ever since I came out of the womb. Yes, so I'm stealing one there. Uh, here, I'll just list quickly list off the three that I matched up with the New York Mets. I went with, let's go, Seattle. They have three against Houston and three against Oakland. So, I, you know, I'm thinking it's Oakland. So they should sweep, at least take two of three. But I'm confident enough that Seattle, Gilbert going twice this week, they, they'll be able to take one at home against Houston. Uh, the other three, uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, they've got three at Colorado, three at San Francisco. Peralta goes twice this week. Don't love that it's 
all six games on the road, but uh, the Colorado part I do love. And then I also matched up with the Orioles. Another situation, all six on the road, but three are at Kansas City. And, uh, yeah, the Braves part I don't like a whole lot. But Wells is going twice for the O's. So that's what I decided to do. And I, I believe in the, the Orioles enough. They're, they're top five in run differentials. So maybe we should be looking at them a little bit differently. Like they are one of those uh, maybe a top 10, top 12 team. No, I, I don't know I think if this is going to make you feel better or worse. I okay. My two favorites – this week are the Reds and the Mets. <laughs> Reds and Mets. Okay. I say that so, as a so guy with two strikes as well, famously. So, yeah, but, right. But you, you've been winning last couple weeks, right? Because you were up against it early. Uh, last last week with the Diamondbacks was my uh, back in the W column. So we're gonna try and string a, a, together a couple here. I don't be, feel great. That, well, you've got to go all in. So, but you're still going Cincinnati. Like you I just like got Cincinnati. Survive. Yeah, I mean, I'm still trying to like. I'm going to take the Mets, and I mean, I famously don't believe in the Mets late in the season anyway, so that's a little boost for me right. anyway. So I don't have to play them late if I get that far. I thought about the Orioles, but I'm trying to be confident in myself and think positive that I'll be there late and want to use them later. But I do, mm-hmm. like Ed said, I like the matchup for Cincinnati. I, I think it plays out. Uh, I thought about the Cardinals having the Angels and Tigers at home, but I just can't trust that team at all. And you also, over the weekend, you were drinking heavily, which is every weekend, but you were also just betting, live whoa, betting against the White Sox. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was a little bit of an implication that I don't really like that much, first of all. It, have you not put that on the record, like, every weekend on social media? I don't know about heavily. We don't, the, the heavily part is where you start to lose me a little bit. Okay. Like, do you heavily is subjective, right? That's yeah. true. Heavily is subjective. Heavily for Joe. Heavily, heavily now. Heavily. heavily now versus when I was Jake's age. Very different things. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the tolerance I incredibly. Level. I was incredibly well behaved this weekend. Thank you very much. Okay. But we, but, were, we were live betting the Rays all weekend, though. That part is true. Yeah. yeah the point being, and which is probably part of the reason that you're on the Reds. Yes. Any time that I can go against the White Sox, I'm absolutely going to. Plus, what I mean, you get smell today. What a disaster. Did you, Ed, did you see the Luis Robert run to first base? That was on crazy. It feels grounder. Awful. Awful. And what, oh and what he said after the game? I didn't. No, I haven't heard that. But oh, so he, buddy. Buddy, you might ba- want to sit down for this. He basically okay. admitted that the day before, that he injured his hamstring and didn't tell anyone. Oh, my goodness. Mm. <laughs> In April. Well, I, believe, I believe the exact quote was, I hustled so hard yesterday that I was going to play a little bit more conservatively today. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but he basically said he was hobbled because of, because of his hustling the day before, and he didn't tell anyone. I think the White Sox would have noticed, like, during BP or warming up or something, hey, you don't look quite right. So that almost feels like he's throwing the entire organization under the bus by saying things like that. Yeah, I would not make that assumption with this organization. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's a fun little debate. Could he have gotten away with it? Is anyone really paying attention? Who are the adults in the room? That's a good. Uh, that's a good talker right there. Yeah. So they they end uh, the losing streak with a great comeback against the Rays. So we'll see what happens. But I have no faith. Nobody does. They're already. It is. It's. If we flipped to May. So we're going to see the Justin Timberlake memes today. Get excited. So we flipped to May this oh, I've morning. I've already seen them. And the, really? And the White Sox are 12 to 1 to win the American League Central. That's how bad it is. They're 12 to 1 for the division. <laughs> One month of baseball. Mm. No. By the way, we, we should remind everybody that uh, the first game today is at 1.10 Eastern time. That's 10.10 yep. here in L.A. So you want to get your uh, survivor picks in uh, rather soon. You're kind of running out of time. So make sure to get that done. Um, and that leads me to the first game that I want to talk about. Braves at Mets. Spencer Strider on the bump for Atlanta. And there are a couple of interesting props here that I want to go over. So Strider's strikeout prop is eight and a half, juice to the under, at minus 145. The outs for Strider is at 17 and a half. The over is minus 200. And even though it's minus 200, I would make a case for the over here because the strikeout number really worries me. Because if you look at the Mets' strikeout rate just as a team, they're at 20.2%. It's third best or third lowest in Major League Baseball. Uh, The Nationals at the lowest strikeout rate and then the Guardians at 19.6%. So Strider, despite having incredible stuff, probably not striking out the Mets too often. But this does feel like a chance for him to get deep into this ball game, uh, in large part because that's what he does. And even if he struggles a little bit, I feel I still think he stays out there and kind of cleans up his own mess. I think the over outs number uh, is at least worth some consideration. Okay. Um, I j- just looking at that doubleheader in general, I, if we're hoping for the sweep with the Mets, it really seems like game two's the spot. Game two, because the numbers for Morton, yes, 276 ERA, but if you look at XFIP, expected ERA, much, much higher. Expected ERA, 565 on the season. So it, I'll be watching that game intently since I'm all in on the Mets this week, uh, just hoping that they can pull at least one of the two out. Uh, one game that really stands out to me, and it's one of these weird situations where if, if you believe in history, it is Barrios, who's been great against the Red Sox, and Kluber, who's been really bad against the Blue Jays. And that's just how it matches up today. So I, I always find that interesting. Uh, Barrios, 73 at-bats. Uh, the, the Red Sox hitting only 205 against him, 227 on base. And then Kluber's been roughed up. These Jays are hitting 364, 426 on base, 1,100 OPS. Guys like Bichette and Springer, Kiermaier have just clubbed Kluber. So I'm, I'm looking at backing the Blue Jays. And first five, if you go minus a half, if you don't want to lay 150, 160 in that range, it's, it looks like, yeah, it's about even money. You can find a minus 105, minus a half run in the first five. Uh, so that's where I'm going today, Jace. That's crazy. I was on the opposite side. Sox first really? five, money line plus 135. Just a letdown spot. The Blue Jays saw their six-game winning streak snapped. Barrios 
I mean, they've lost at least, I think, two first fives uh, when he's on the mound. But I guess you bring up a good point. In this specific matchup, perhaps that's not the best look, but uh, I already bet the other side, so oops. All right. <laughs> you could win. In fighting. It's baseball. We'll In fighting. I like it. <laughs> This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go back to the NBA playoffs, take a deeper dive into the waters of the Western Conference, and maybe we'll continue this baseball conversation right here on the BetQL Network.